Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 53 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. How are you doing, audience, and how are you doing, I thought, I thought you were going to ask me. Now I'm a little disappointed that uh, the audience stole my thunder. No, well, I went... I'm trying to, you know, switch it up a little bit, but uh, I did say I how like all the time. Yeah, I know. So, uh, how you doing, Fresher? Pretty good. I just got back from uh, my friend Damon's like rebranding party for a resident dot agency, which was pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, free booze, so you know, I, I had some drinks. So, hmm, fun. you're saying a friend? Hmm. It was, yeah. All right. Free booze. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't just go for the booze, jeez. <laughs> you went for the the free snacks too. Yeah, there were also snacks, but now I'm just I'm snacking on a some garlic bread that I had. What, what do you mean? You just have? Well, let me see. Hold that up. Let's see what that well, garlic bread. Well, this is the last tidbit that I have left. <clears throat> I got that's... it um because I also made a carbonara spaghetti spaghetti carbonara yesterday for me and my friends and uh. It's probably the only thing that I feel like I'm actually good at making. And yesterday was uh, particularly good. It's probably the best one I've made. Uh, what is uh, carbonara? Is this a spaghetti and meat sauce? What is that? Uh, no, it's like spaghetti and um, it's cheese and egg. But it seems like a cream sauce. If you ever were to get it at like any sort of restaurant, usually they just use cream sauce. But it totally ruins it because it's actually just cheese and egg. Oh. So it's I really good, I definitely won't be eating that. <laughs> it's like my favorite pasta. And the only place that actually I like in Seattle that makes it is um, Machiavelli. And I was debating whether I'm going there or making it myself, but my friend Reiko convinced me to make it myself. But now I have like super a lot left because I made like a whole pound of spaghetti. So And like it was just two of us and we were mega full. So I have like at least three people's portions left in a bowl upstairs. Well, I'll be fair. When I eat alone, I eat a pound of pasta. And you can tell. Look at this. Oh, ho. <laughs> that's crazy a lot. I couldn't. I could not eat a pound of pasta. I guarantee you, you could eat a pound of pasta. I mean, like, if I, you know, was, like, some sort of eating competition, it's not like I couldn't do it, but it would be very uncomfortable, and I wouldn't, like, I would not, like, intentionally do it unless it was, like, a bet or something. Oh, no, I could definitely eat a pound of pasta, no questions asked. And also, I think just after work today, I ate a pound of rice. A, a pound of rice, I feel like it's easier than a pound of pasta somehow. Oh, it's because it's a pound before it's uh, done. No, this is an, a post-pound. Post yeah, this is a pre-pound, is the pasta. Oh, I Pasta's see what you're pre-pound. P-P-P. <laughs> Do you think one pound of pasta becomes three pounds of pasta when you're done with it? It's, like, way more because it gets all of the... You know, juices, pasta juice. Good old PJ. PJ PPP. Yeah, pasta juice. There's, you know, frankly, the things we do with pasta juice. I mean, uh, in Back to the Future, it powered the the, the time machine. I know. You know that they uh they actually just uh, came out with like a version of that that's almost really doable with new enzymes. I didn't know that, but I'm telling you right they now. Have, I forgot what it's called. It's like the um. It was like the reactor thing that they had on the back of the time machine. Almost real. I'm going to create a new rule for moving forward. We're no longer allowed to eat and talk on the show. I mean, I don't eat and talk. I'm going to eat and talk all the time. I'm going to eat and talk all the time. I'm going to eat and talk all the time. I'm going to eat and talk all the time. I'm going to eat and talk all the time.
sometimes I listen to other podcasts and then people are like, I'm just eating candy. Oh, I'm just uh, I'm just eating a, a grinder, uh, a delicious steak and cheese hero, a delicious <laughs> Italian uh, hoagie. How many more things can you list? Oh, I, I <laughs> just eating sushi. I, just eating bibimbap. Just eating Korean barbecue. Just, just eating. What about a sushirito? Oh, the sushiritos, I know. If yeah. someone was just eating that, that would be like you know, pretty amazing. Because that would are... be what exactly? What was that? I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear it. I didn't say anything. That's why. Oh, they're very. That's very in the now. If you're eating it a sushirito, yeah. Yeah. Um. So speaking of in the now, I uh, finally caught up on uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Oh yeah, it's a great show. It's way way better Check than food, I. Man. <laughs> Nine to five, the video game. Yeah, no, I mean all of their '90s references are like super spot on, like uh, Lunchables, and like they had the um the squeeze. What do they call the twist top ones? Squeeze, squeeze it. No. Yeah, they just like throw them in like nonchalantly, and it's perfect. And uh, also uh, fajita, the fajita craze. Oh, the fajita craze! They're like yeah. white people are not gonna eat out of a skillet, and then they're all about it. What about the uh, success perm? I know the success for him. That was really good too. Yeah, this the is uh, it keeps was, getting better. I'm gonna give this show on a scale of one to ten because I think we should rank it right now. I am right ready now, to rank it. Four episodes. I'm giving it an eight and a half. Oh, I was thinking eight or nine. So, but I'm gonna I'm going straight nine. Giving the show a nine. It's one of my highest ratings. I've never given anything a ten. So, it would be hard to get. I mean. It would be hard to dis. Oh, speaking of disagreements, so uh, Cinerama has been ha- has um, a uh, samurai movie, uh, I think uh, marathon or like festival or whatever. I know I was surprised. Cool. And I was so they had Rosham, you know Roshaman. Yeah. They called it Rosham Monday. They had a Rosham Monday. That's pretty yeah. good. And they had the screening, and I I said to my friend, I said, Hey, friend. Um, this is my friend Kevin. I said, "Hey, friend, if you haven't seen Thirteen Assassins, we reviewed it here on Fresher and Parlance. Yeah, and it might be my most favorite samurai movie ever. It's a really good samurai movie." And I said to him, "If you want to know how I feel about it, you should go watch the episode." So he takes that. He goes and watches this movie with two other guys. They have dinner, and yeah. those two other guys both hated the movie. What? Even the yeah. Death Village? I mean, the Death Village was amazing. Uh, I wasn't there to defend my stance, and I just essentially... I went to Rotten Tomatoes just to see what their the review was there. It was a 96 rated fresh. <laughs> That's pretty good. And it had an 86 audience approval, so there was like not much of a disparity between them. So, yeah, totally. So I'm in the right. We're in the right. Fresher and Parlance are in the right here. The popular right, definitely. Yeah. Um... Uh, speaking of uh, more Asian-themed things, the Sushirito and then the uh, Fresh Off the Boat, I went to play badminton this week. Oh, is that an Asian thing? Well, it's more popular in Asia. I guess, yeah, that's true. It's actually popular in Asia and I believe in some of the Nordic countries. Isn't it popular in India, too? Well, that's Asia. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's weird that Russia and India are also Asia. Well, isn't it like the other half of the Euro, like on the other side of the Ural Mountain Range is Asia? 
Yeah, I'm um, well. Yeah, but like that's like most of Russia. Most of it, but not quite all of it. But I mean, like I guess it's like most of the uninhabitable parts. But it's still like, as the words go, like the word Russia on a globe is like directly next to Asia. It might be just more like Usha. I think the R and half of the no, U. Well, the R is totally like the whole word is on the Asia side. Hmm. Maybe it's like because it goes up on the side, and then <laughs> the part that's Eastern Europe is like the bottom. I have a globe right over here. Do you want me to pull it out and look at it? I kind of do. You see it right here? It's like in your non-background background, yeah. Right, right there. <laughs> yeah. See it right there? It's clear though. I don't know if that's gonna depict the right. Uh... Uh, let me let me see. Hold on. This was actually a, a gift from a former manager. Hold on one second. It's pretty cool. Doing it, getting the globe. Oh, I shouldn't have taken the focus, so we can watch him walk around. Jeff's here, uh, watching the action of the globe taking as well. If anyone was wanted to say hi to Jeff. Oh, also we're available on uh. Twitter, you should live tweet us at Fresh and Par. We're here to answer so, questions, talk on the you, show. I was right for my globe. I couldn't pull it down, and I don't know if you saw me struggling with it, but there's so much stuff propped up behind it. If I were to move that globe, oh yeah, it would like make everything oh, fall apart. Everything would fall down. So it's really the it's really the key to that section of. The, <laughs> it's like yeah. your house would fall apart if you move that globe. Yeah, but yeah, the R is on the other side of the Ural Mountains, and what? the U. Yeah, and the U and everything else is is not. So I don't think that's how it is on most globes that I've seen, but I can't argue with the one that you have there. I guess. I mean, I just went and did it. I mean, I, know. It can't I saw get you. More, it can't get any more direct. Jeff saw you. He was right here too, and he was looking at you move the globe, and he was like, "What is that guy Parlance doing with his globe?" <laughs> I'm I'm gonna actually take a picture and tweet it out later just to. <laughs> To prove. Um, so uh, badminton, uh, back to badminton, and uh, so there are a few clubs here in the Puget Sound area. I don't know if you're aware of this. I was not until I heard from you. Yeah, so there's one in Bellevue. There's The one I went to is called Seattle Bad... It's confusingly called the Seattle Badminton Club, but it's located in Kirkland. Yeah. Um, but that's the one I went to. It's, that's it's a, it Everyone just takes the Seattle name even though it's not Seattle. Right. Like Seattle Outlet Mall in like uh, Marysville. No, isn't that? Oh yeah, that's Seattle Premium Outlets. Yeah, yeah. that's not even close. That's way further away. <clears throat> At least you could see Seattle from from Kirkland. I know. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, went there. They have, I think they have twelve courts. It just so happened that they had a tournament running that night, which I didn't know. Um, huh. I met up with my uh, friend, uh, and we were playing, and he was the came in second place in his college intramural championship. It's impressive. I bet I could beat him. Uh, I beat him three out of five games. Uh, three out of five games. Nice. But, I could definitely beat him then, because I could beat you. To be fair, though, he, I wore him out. That's how you got to play a badman, dude. Yeah, I wore him out. Like, the fifth game, he didn't have any... He couldn't even, like... He couldn't even really move anymore. He was, he was not in badminton shape. You just got to be in shape? I got a second win. People think it's a laid-back sport, but you got to you got to get that you got to get that shuttlecock, dude. Dude, badminton is singles, specifically singles. I paid I played three games of doubles, okay? Wait, who did you play doubles with? Just two random strangers. Oh, randos? Yeah, they were there, and uh, they split us up because we both claimed to be not very good. So they said, okay, we'll put the people because they play every. These people just go all around and just play in these tournaments and stuff. They just play everywhere. 
some of them are members, some of them do drop-in or whatever. And uh, so Dave went on one team, I was on the other team, and uh, and we played. I and our team won games two and three, so we won two out of three. That's pretty good. And then um, the the individual matches were, like I said, three to five. Uh, it was close, though. It was close. Uh, some of the games were pretty intense. And uh, I just, man, that game is... It, Batman is a, is a game I think more people would enjoy had they really... Had they played, it's a good game. It's the, did you wear a sweatband? I did not wear a sweatband. It wasn't oh, my like, gosh. You would have done so much better. Probably. But let's. I just want to talk about the people that were there. So I was actually more surprised. There's been in the past where I've gone and I've been in the minority, as in like I was one of the few like white people there. Like I yeah. should say non-Asian. Um, but this one actually had I would say maybe two and seven were white. Maybe if maybe actually it might be less than that. One and seven. Yeah. Um, but dude, man, these people take it very seriously. They're very good. I know. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a competitive sport. Well, I will say this. So when I played in, I played in a rec league of, um, and this is no joke. I played in an indoor soccer rec league when I was like in my, a long time ago for MTV Networks. And uh, I never had played like any sort of organized soccer ever in my life. And one of the teams we played, no joke, and I learned this soon about recreational leagues in New York. Because there's so many people, and as you get older, the only people that actually continue to play are the people that take it way too seriously. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> annoying in any sport. Like when, like, it's just like not even for fun anymore. They just get pissed when they lose, and like, it's like not fun when it's that competitive. One of the teams we played was, I'm not joking, the second string. It was a African nation second string, like. Um, they had, they were their Olympic team. Yeah. And they just showed up and like a couple of them had been on the squad or whatever. Like they weren't like they weren't like the starters or whatever. They were just like, you know, kind of like all from the same country, all playing, and they were redonkulous. <laughs> then I played an uh, then my other friend com- convinced me to play in a rec league basketball league at the Jewish Community Center in New York in yeah. Manhattan. So I was like, all right, I'll do that and uh, I went there and they had tryouts, like tryouts. And I'm you had not, a like, tryout to do it. Yeah, they have. Then they draft you, and then they call you, like, oh, you're on this team or whatever. Did you make it? Well, you you make it. Everyone makes it. I don't know when I was picked. Probably like the last pick or whatever. But um, people in the tryouts, because it was just like you know they would do the people who were dunking it, and like like. Really? And I'm not I'm not ta- I'm not talking just like you know two handed basic jam. I'm talking like Akeem Olajuwon, like Tomahawk dunks from like the baseline. <laughs> there was no shattering of the backboard, right? Just the only thing shattering was my confidence. <laughs> Did you get any like assists or points or anything? I think I maybe had maybe one or two points the enti- like one or two baskets the entire uh, the entire league. I did That's draw like a couple. I did draw a couple fouls and then proceeded to miss all of my free throws. <laughs> I did. Um, I was in. I was on the golf team, and like, I didn't even make it to the green like, two seasons. Because <laughs> 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 you broke out like after eight. Like you can't get more than double bogey because it's zero points, so you have to pick up. That and I never made not double bogey. To that, the that, I wasn't that bad. 
I know, right? Yeah, I wasn't that bad in <laughs> any of these. Even against the um, the like third string Kenyan team, I wasn't that bad. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I have to. Um, but but have anyway, to, like, uh, say okay. that I'm better at golf now. You are much better at golf. I'm that like is true. Decent. Yeah, you're you're better at golf. I've golfed with you. Hashtag no joke. <laughs> um, badminton. So anyway, these people are all like I said, they have matching outfits. Like what? They even had uniforms? That's crazy. No, like it's not uniforms. They came wearing coordinated outfits. Like the guy had like yellow and black shoes, yellow and black shorts, yellow. To the and bla- shoes. That's crazy. Those are, yeah, to the shoes. One or two people had to the shoes. Some of the teams actually did kind of look similar. They were like, there was like a couple mixed couples, like, I shouldn't say mixed, like gender, like girl and boy teams. Yeah. And they kind of sort of look coordinated. Um, were they couples? I'm guessing they were couples, yeah. There was, I would uh, guess well. Um, there was one, uh, there was two, like, mixed, there was one where it was an Asian guy and a white girl, and then there was another one where it was an Asian girl and a white guy. And then there was another couple that was just two two white people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, like, you thought there were going to be any white people. I didn't think there was, a, oh, there was also a very, so there was this, oh, dude, there was this, like, older Asian guy comes in, right? He could barely walk, dude. He's like, yeah. He's kind of heavy. His wife is a little more spry. And you just see him. He's like, uh, like slowly like meandering in. Like, looking like he's in a lot of pain just walking. Yeah. I then watched him play. He was, he must have like did some, I don't know, took a shot of Red Bull or something. He was like flying around. But he wasn't actually super, he wasn't so much fast and energetic, just more like smooth. Does that make sense? <laughs> he wasn't like that uh, Six Flags old guy. What's that? I don't know what that is. You know the advertisement where like there's the old guy that's just like freaking out and doing like somersaults all over the place and whatever. No, 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 no. He wasn't like he wasn't part. He wasn't like moving as if he was a 20 year old. He was moving like he was like a 60 year old, but just like with the expertise of and knowledge of a 60 year old, knowing how to like really be um, efficient with his movements. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was like that sounds food. like pretty interesting to watch actually. Uh, it it's solid badminton. Watching people like doubles, like so, like players who are like very good, is better in my opinion than watching people play tennis. And that's a bold statement. Yeah, I know tennis because I think tennis is pretty fun. Do they talk as much? I've never really seen competitive badminton that much. Uh, I've never seen it. Like, ever. do they like say like, oh, that's yours, or this is mine, or like, are they yelling like stuff to each other? Um. They were there. They were. T- I mean, but they weren't. This was not pro level. I mean, but yeah, they say stuff like, "I got it. It's mine." But generally, it's like front court, back court, and if yeah. you know your partner really well, you know which ones he's gonna get or she's gonna get, and you know yeah. which ones you're gonna get. Yeah. But they totally talk in like uh, professional doubles tennis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I I am now advocating and a a strong. What's the word I'm going to... Oh, evangelize. I'm going to evangelize. Evangelizing badminton? Yeah. I think it's definitely a uh, it's a, a sport. It's, it's an a, underappreciated sport? It's an underappreciated sport that needs more attention because it's easy to play. Anyone so can play. So what I was it. surprised that you were saying also, 
that it's strictly an indoor sport because I imagine just going to the park and setting up a badminton like thing, like they sell those for like 30 bucks. Right. And my, I guess, you know, they also play volleyball in the fields, you know, at Green Lake. Yeah. But, but like when you really fully play um, volleyball, like in a high, high level, yeah. you, play, you play indoors. It's just indoor because of the wind and everything? Yeah, because, yeah, the wind affects... And, yeah, and by the way, I don't know if you know this, but, like, the 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 birdies or the shuttlecocks are yeah. actually made from goose feathers. Like the ones that you guys were using? Yeah. So, well, the ones I brought with me are actually just, like, fake. They're, like, plastic. But the yeah, ones, yeah, that's the ones that I've seen. But the one we played with the doubles or whatever was... Um, they, like, refused to, like, oh, we're not using this junk. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was reading some stuff on it, like how, depending on the wing, left wing or right wing, you can, they the feathers turn in different directions. Yeah. So it's like you have to have this very specific type of feather for the wing when you do it. That's weird. Yeah, you can't mix left and right wing or whatever. It has to how be. Much are, how much do the official ones cost then? They're pretty expensive. They're pretty yeah, it sounds like they would be. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, can you get like exotic bird wing shuttlecocks? Yes, you can. Well, it's not exotic. That's messed, That's messed up. It's not exotic. It's it's uh so for here like Yonix, which is the ones that everyone uses. Yonix, like that's yeah. the 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 brand, and that's Y O N E X. For a pack of oh my, how many is in here? A I think million? it's like no 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 no. I think it's like twelve. Yeah, twelve, and it's. $33. Oh, that's not bad for 12 Yeah, but I paid like 12 bucks. I think I paid like 4 bucks and got like 3 tubes of plastic. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, it's way cheaper. But the thing is, is like you, there's different colors and stuff. There's like black, you know, green, yellow, and all of those those um, those different uh, kinds or whatever, those different colors are, I think, different feathers, and they're different speeds. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Basically, shuttlecock technology. Yeah. So I um, and, and by the way, just so you know, we're getting live tweeted here. I'm not dissing on tennis at all. I think tennis is a great sport. Yeah, I love tennis. Tennis yeah, is a sport. Tennis is a great sport. I'm just saying, uh, I find the and maybe it's because it's so new to me. But I if when I watch. Yeah, like because it's new. Yeah, when I watched like the the really good badminton players play, it seems it's like more entertaining than tennis. So is the scoring the same then? So it's ra it's sort of not quite the same. It's not like love thirty love you know whatever. It's not like that. It's uh you start zero zero. You do cross serve. Your serve is below your waist. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the net is only five feet. One inches high or something. No, no. What about scoring? I'm telling you. No, this you, is. I'm right, giving you some additional details to get to the scoring. Yeah. Um. So then you hit it over and then, right? And you alternate sides, but it's rally scoring. So like when you're serving and you get a point, it's one. Oh, like ping pong. Right. But then if you lose a serve, they serve and they get the point. So if I'm serving and I hit, I get a point. I win. I get. It's one nothing. If I serve. And I, they get the point. It's now one one, and now they're serving. Oh, so they still get the point even when they're not serving. That's right. It's not rally. I shouldn't say it's not. It's not rally. Is it yeah, rally that's serving? totally the opposite of that. Not rally serving. Um, and then, um, 
and then additionally you pay to 21, must win by two. However, if you are playing and you if you're playing and you're like alternating and you're not getting win by two, the first person to 30 wins. So the the score the highest scoring game could be 30 to 29. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, huh. did not know that. Yeah, just just throwing it out there. Um, so. I'm going to go back, and Fresher, you're more than welcome to join. Yeah, no, I would totally, except for the Kirkland, that's, like, far. Hey, I don't, I don't make these places. I just go to them. <laughs> um, that, that reminds me of, like, uh, I don't, um, I can't remember. I just crush a lot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Boston, I don't know if you saw this, Boston's been getting pummeled with snow. Yeah, dude, everywhere. Like, my friend in Texas also is getting a bunch of snow. So, well, here's the thing. Boston is only about two inches shy of the all-time record, which was from 1996-97. I remember that winter. I lived in Pennsylvania around that time. Yeah. And that winter was crazy. We had, like, blizzard after blizzard every weekend for, like, the entire, um, like, I, re- I remember it was, like, every weekend for, like, the entire month of Feb- January into yeah. February. Um, and they are, like, two inches away. And they got snow today, but it was only like one inch. I'll have to double check. I don't think they broke it. I think they're coming up short. And it looks like that they're, they, if the weather pattern is changing, they may not get to it. So now all these people are kind of pissed off because... Because it's like it was bad, but it wasn't like record-breaking bad? Yes, exactly. They like, want to be... Right at the cusp. Yeah. They're like, I want to be the record-breaker. And I don't blame them, right? I would, for sure. So some guy in Boston it was selling the snow. Did you see that? No, that's ridiculous. He was like, how would you even save that? I mean, like he was packing it into coolers and mailing it to people overnight. That's crazy. That's like a good idea, I guess. Yeah, he was mailing it overnight for like forty bucks. So if you're, yeah, that's totally a good deal. I mean, not deal, but like investment or like you know, venture. It's a good venture. People were buying it. So, you know, the old joke, it's like that guy could sell, you know, he could sell the Brooklyn Bridge. to This guy was better. He was selling snow out of his backyard. <laughs> yeah. He's selling Boston snow. <laughs> so speaking of snow, I saw this uh, article on NPR regarding is how safe is snow. Why would it not be safe? Okay, so here's the thing. Generally, it is safe, but I'm reading that um, you should never eat Fresh snow, like if you're getting like a big snowstorm, you should never eat the bottom snow. You should only eat the top snow. Well, yeah. Well, because listen, it's not because it's touching the ground. It's because what happens is is that it actually acts, snowstorms act like a scraper through the clouds in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah? So it actually, what it does is like the first wave of snow that comes through actually has all of the toxins and all the things in it. It's like all the, it's like acid rain, but like stays on the ground. Well, no, it says it has, um, it has, hold on, it has, um, it, oh, sorry, it acts like a scrubbing brush of the atmosphere. And, um, atmospheric scrubbing brush. Yeah. And so, also, like, on, uh, places where, like, the snow has been there forever and ever, like glaciers and stuff, you should definitely yeah. generally try to avoid those because, um, there's some pesticides and stuff that they were using like 50 years ago that's still in the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's been there forever. Yeah. Um, but they said also, I'm trying to find the, it, it had to do with carbon, like soot and stuff like that is generally found in the, the first wave of snow. Um, but then they said the other thing to avoid is never 
eat snow when there's wind temperatures of like over 20 miles an hour. Really? I've never heard that. Because what, what happened... I've heard is never eat the yellow snow. Well, they were like, that's like the most obvious one, right? Don't eat the yellow <laughs> right. snow. Yeah. 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 Which I think is completely racist. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so insensitive. So uh, anyway, as we were as we were talking about don't eat the snow, um, we did talk about the sushi veto. But uh, keeping on the food topic, did you see that McDonald's is going to stop serving antibiotic chicken? I did see that. I don't know. I don't know about that. I heard this huge news. But I I I think I might want antibiotics. So it's interesting you say that. Um, so I actually heard a business side of the story kind of yeah. on Bloomberg today. And I gar- I'm telling you right now, they're doing it not because of the human. Even though um, there, there, there has been a lot of concern about giving antibiotics to foods, and we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, they're doing it because Chipotle... Um, Applebee's and Purdue just came out said that they're not going to first off they were injecting eggs with antibiotics yeah that's crazy anyway I, I guess why is that crazy I don't know it just seemed like there's no need to do that at that point there's no bacteria in the egg at this point Isn't, I thought that's the whole thing of like having eggs that poison you and stuff they're not, they're not, that's not the edible egg, dude, that you're eating. That's the egg that they're growing into an actual chicken to butcher. Yeah, so then, I mean, if the edible one that you're eating, like, has a thing, why would you want the chicken to have it? Uh, well, here's... I'm not, okay. I, I'm not an expert on antibiotic chicken stuff, but... Well, here's the thing. Antibiotics in food, okay? This is the reason why it's bad. Um, but the reason why... There's two things. One is it's it's not actually that much more expensive for McDonald's to make this decision. Yeah. McDonald's is having a hard time getting profits, and they see that Chipotle is getting is bringing in millennials because millennials like their food to be antibiotic free because they feel it's better. So this is actually a business decision, and it only adds pennies to the pound the price of chicken for not yeah. supplying antibiotics. That's the first thing. The second thing is that. Um, the real reason why scientists are concerned and why all these groups and panels went to Obama and presented this kind of like doomsday scenario is that, you know when you go to the doctor and they give you an antibiotic? Yeah. And they say, you must complete your course. Like you've got to keep taking it until it's done, right? Right. I never knew why they made you do that. I always suspected it was just like, oh, you know, they don't want whatever. The reason why they do that I thought it was just like, oh, you know, if you don't do it, you're going to go through withdrawal or something. I always thought it was like something to do with like a side effect of the drug. But yeah. it's actually not a side effect of the drug. It's a side effect of the bacteria that you have in your body. So what happens is, is that when you take an antibiotic yeah, and you start taking it, if you don't complete the course of that particular antibiotic, what you're doing is you're leaving these bacteria in your body that all of a sudden so live even though they're being exposed to the antibiotic. So the whole point of taking an antibiotic and they say antibiotic and taking it to its course is so that you kill literally every single thing of bacteria in your body. All of it. Every single one of them. 
So what's that have to do with the chicken well, thing? I was going to get into that. So the reason why that the chickens and the reason why antibodies, not just in chickens but in cows and pig and all that stuff, the reason why it's bad is, is that they're not actually – these people, the, the animals that they're, they're giving the antibiotics to aren't actually sick. Okay. Yeah, they're just doing a blanket to be sure. They're just doing blanket, and they don't, and it, it's an uneven course. Okay, and the way that they give it to them, because it's not like it's like on, then off, and then on, and then oh, off. Yeah, yeah. And it's not actually killing all of the bacteria in the chickens. So what it's doing is it's creating these super bugs that essentially become antibiotics. Yeah, super bugs that are antibiotic resistant because. They keep constantly getting given human. This is the thing. These are human antibiotics, like that humans take. Yeah. That they give to animals. So it's like you know, the same bacteria they're assuming. Yeah. You know, it's the same bacteria, or it could be bacteria that we could get a hit. Yeah. But here's the thing. McDonald's is saying some chicken. Here's the reason why. Is that they're not actually going to stop giving the chickens antibiotics. They're just going to stop giving the chickens human antibiotics. <laughs> they're uh, gonna, yeah, they're going to continue to give them antibiotics, but it's going to be this other type of antibiotic, and I want to get the name for you. Um, ionophores. It's an they're, not, like, they're not called antibiotics then, so they can say that? I guess so. Ionophores, a type of antibiotic not used to treat people. So this whole thing, it's like a semantic marketing thing, really. That's cool. I mean, that's basically what all of it is anyways. It's marketing. Ionophores are feed additives used in cattle diets to increase feed efficiency and body weight gain. They're compounds that, are, that alter rumen fermentation patterns. Uh, they can, oh, here's another thing. I didn't know this. Antibiotics actually cause chickens to get fatter faster. That's good, too. Well, for farmers... Yeah, well, for yeah, if you're gonna eat them, I want fat chickens. So anyway, yeah. So, but this is I, I, apparently it's unknown why they get fatter because of antibiotics. That's gonna be less. I mean, more than cents per the pound then, if they don't get as fat. Yeah, but I guess you could have more chickens then, right? Because you just fill the you didn't. They're essentially fill, filling. First off, the conditions of these chicken farms are absolutely disgusting. Well, yeah. They're chicken farms. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know what they're it's gonna not do. A chicken resort. It's not a chicken resort. <laughs> Where? Yeah. I guess here's I guess my point. There's no chance a chicken's gonna ever. Oh well, Chicken Run. Wasn't that the plot of Chicken Run? Was it? Yeah, like a chicken. I chicken running... Little. No, Chicken Run. You remember that movie, Chicken Run? No, I thought it was Chicken Little. No, Chicken Little is not that. Chicken Run. No. The plot of Chicken Run. Uh, story of an American rooster who falls in love with a gorgeous hen on a British farm. The couple <laughs> decides. British to, farm? Yeah. Uh, the couple decides to run away from the farm, but they must first contend with the evil farmer who is intent on keeping them under control. The chickens decide an attempt an escape so they don't get turned into chicken pot pies. I want to eat that chicken pot pie. So anyway, um, I wonder if it's with love. I wonder if Chicken Run, if it was made now, would there would they be like, would the chickens be like totally sick and and like, because they weren't given antibiotics? Yeah, Maybe this, these are would, dude. I think actually the chickens in Chicken Run were more free range, but I don't know. Um, 
So, um, I got a lot of animal news this week. Did you know That's it was World? I mean, we also have the uh, that weasel man. Did you see that weasel? Oh, ridiculous. It's Absolutely. like that's the meme. That's the meme of like this week. <laughs> Did you see all like the other ones? They just throw stuff on that woodpecker, that weasel, riding the woodpecker in the UK. Huge uh, image. It's crazy. It's like it's like there's an animal war going on that we don't even know about. Weasels riding woodpeckers. Uh, it's a uh, riding the woodpecker. It's not yeah, quite riding. not quite the same as riding the hornet. No, it's totally different. Hashtag. Different Weasel, that guy. You know what? That 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 weasel. He was such a weasel, dude. I know he's weaseling his way onto that woodpecker. So did you see any of the stories about what that weasel was going to do? I mean, I saw a lot of speculation. They said it was like the uh, woodpecker was a ground feeder, so the weasel was like attacking it, and then like it got it, but then the woodpecker took off, and like the weasel stuck there or whatever. I don't understand how that weasel planned on taking... That woodpecker was like maybe one and a half times the size of the weasel. That's what I'm saying. This is some sort of animal war we don't know about. That weasel was riding that woodpecker into war, battle. Oh, I didn't even think of that. What, do you, what, was, the, what, what was the opposite side of the weasel? Squirrels, dude. <laughs> Who, what, was a, what was a squirrel riding, an owl? I think a no, squirrel... Flying squirrels. They're like in the trees and stuff. No, it seems Weasels can't is. fly. Squirrels can't fly either. They glide. Yeah, squirrels, they, flying squirrels? They just glide, dude. They don't fly. They can't. What's the, they have to go up to come down. Yeah, but still, they, they're in the air for prolonged time, amounts of time. Uh, I Good guess. Name, flying squirrel. You know, a two, I believe when I was in uh, Costa Rica and I was looking at toucans, one of yeah. my nature guides said that toucans are actually really bad at flying up. Really? So they actually they actually jump they they glide and then they get to lower branches and they just jump up the branches to get to the top so that they can take they off. Climb and then they glide down. I didn't yeah, know that. That's crazy. Because apparently they're like apparently that beak is like on the toucan's like super top heavy. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but the uh, yeah uh, here's the thing I would like to see here's if there was going to be some sort of mammal bird combo. Yeah. I would like to see a chipmunk. Or a squirrel on an owl, because that would be killer. Dude, yeah, an owl would be the way. I mean, an eagle or a hawk would be pretty cool too. But an owl—that's like the most badass. I mean, you can't. How do you even tame an owl? You can't tame it. You can't harness an owl. Dude, their head goes all the way around. You can't tame that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're trying to tame it, and it's like looking the other way, and you're like, "Whoa, owl, that's intense." <laughs> or when it gets mad at you and it wants to ignore you, it just literally turns completely 180 around from your from your. Yeah, it could face. just it could do it could do like the most intense eye roll ever, including its neck. <laughs> <laughs> it could still be rolling when it goes 180. <laughs> um, yeah. I, so the, the I I'm wondering when a weasel's trying to take out a woodpecker and it jumps on its back like that. Yeah. What do you think the weasel was? What, what do you was going for the the neck? Maybe it didn't realize it was a bird, and it's like, oh shit! Now I'm in the air. This is weird. But the 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 woodpecker looked pretty freaked out too. It was all like mid caw. I was like, oh. Ah, its eyes its eyes were like, oh my god! I can't I know, believe like this guy. But it's crazy because the weasel's like holding onto the wings like perfectly. It totally <laughs> looks like it looks like a cartoon 
Weasel riding a woodpecker type situation. Uh, I I am looking up a weasel diet. <laughs> a weasel diet? Yeah. What do is weasels that, is eat? That going to be the new health craze? The oh yeah, diet. a weasel diet. <laughs> I think it's kind of like paleo, but like for what weasels eat. I believe that was a least weasel, as they call it. Uh, it says they birds they prey on birds. They so prey... yeah, it seems legit preying on birds. Bird I guess. bird law. I mean, I uh, think... Charlie would be figured that right away with bird law, dude. <laughs> bird law down. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the weasel was like more like uh, just like you know having fun with the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, those new, those new, it's always sunnies. Pretty amazing. Oh, did you know uh, gophers are uh, weasels eat gophers? What? Yeah. A gopher seems bigger than a weasel. Apparently, they this long-tailed weasel though. It's the long-tailed weasel. Oh, that tail. That tail gives it an advantage. Yeah, I think the one we saw was the least weasel. <laughs> the least weaselly weasel. That must be the worst. That's the smallest weasel. They call it the least weasel. Could you imagine being called the least of anything? Oh, he's, I know. The, he's the least human. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. That is interesting. There's, other, there's several more animal stories this week, actually. We're just like on an animal kick here because there's a whole uh, dogs and humans alliance thing. Why humans like overtook the Neanderthals. Yeah, did you read did you read this story? I did not read it, but I heard I got the gist of it from you talking about it and I I think that sounds pretty pretty legit. So, yeah, um, it's like man's best friend or whatever, right? Yes, so essentially there's a book um that's coming out by I believe uh I'll have to get the name of the the actual author here. Uh Pat Shipman. The, and the book, the new book is called, and this is a woman, Pat. That's one of those things, like, Pat, is it a boy or a girl? It's Pat. Anyway. <laughs> it's Pat. Do you remember that? Do you remember yeah, that? Pat, dude. No. They, they, was there a movie? I feel like maybe there was a movie, but if there wasn't, it, like, was maybe going to come out. Uh, there was was there, I kind of think there was now. There was definitely a straight-to-video, I think. No. I want to see that. I never saw it. Who was the actor, the SNL actor who did it? Uh, was it? It wasn't Molly Shannon, was it? No, it was. Um, I have to look it up. It's Pat. Oh, yeah, it's Pat, 1994. Damn, one and a half stars. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Julia Sweeney. I totally want to see this. Whoa. I don't even remember, I don't even remember that actress. She, she, yeah. That's. That's funny. I'm super sexual. <laughs> That's pretty long ago for being that. 1994. That's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. I gotta, I gotta watch that again. I, I mean, I don't think I've seen it, so. Uh, I don't think you need to see it. I'm pretty sure it was terrible. I but... know it was terrible, but I want to see it anyways. All right, all right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Oh, by the way, just so you know, you can reach out to us at Fresh and Par, which people are doing. We are going to give away. This 40th anniversary of the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We Don't do have entries yet. We do have a couple entries uh, so far, um, and uh, if, tweet us. So it's not too late. We're going to do this uh, probably toward the end of the show. Um, all you have to do is shoot us your favorite movie that other people generally dislike. And I, I'll be fair. All the movies that have came in from our entries, I like them all. 
So you got to do better. Kind of disqualified. Just yeah. throw it out there. So, but we, yeah. Disqualified. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, tweet us at, at Freshenpar and uh, throw a little hashtag video giveaway on there and we'll be able to find it right away through like sifting through the millions of uh, responses we get. <laughs> Literally millions. Literally. Millions upon millions. I have little balls of paper with people's names on them and it just filled up the corner of my office. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Um, so anyway, uh, we were talking about the invaders. How humans and their dogs drove Neanderthals to extinction. Yeah, I think that's that's that is pretty interesting because I mean, two species together, like, like dogs are pretty badass. So like, I mean, they definitely being our friend would help out if they weren't friends with the Neanderthals. I wonder what animal they had. They probably had the weasels, dude, or the squirrels. But apparently, they Lost didn't have out. any animals. So, okay, first off, I'm pretty sure you knew this, but it always blows my mind to think that Neanderthals are a completely different species. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, monkeys, too, right? Well, here's the thing. Monkeys were not Neanderthals. Neanderthals actually had tools. They had, speculatively, they had art. They had homes. They had yeah. fire. You know what I'm saying? They but, could... I mean, like, it's just a different kind of monkey, but it's just, like, way closer to people. Just like people are basically monkeys, too. Well... All right, I'm not going to get into. My point is, is that we very well could have become. We could our the future of of this planet could have been Neanderthals or yeah, some sort really of Neanderthal slash human hybrid. Which, by the way, FYI, four percent of our genome is Neanderthal. Yeah, dude. There was some. Uh, there was some crossbreeding there. I'm not sure. It was I think I don't think it was selective breeding. I think it was more like I take you. Yeah, but still crossbreeding. Yeah. So anyway, um. Uh, they were saying, you know, it's interesting how Neanderthals get bad press. They were that was one of the topics they talked about. That is like true. I mean, like they're it's not like there's anything wrong with them. It's just like they were a different thing. And at the time, we were in competition for resources. Right. So now you're getting into the part. They were like, why did the Neanderthals lose? So uh, a lot of people, most people, have uh, convincing linkages between climate and and extinction events, like. Um, like a meteor hitting or uh, stuff like that. And so there was like cold weather and they weren't able to adapt. So they died out rapidly. Whereas the other, uh, the human. Yeah. Well, we like by chance, like invented fire or something that totally helped us and they didn't have it. Or no, cause they were actually, Neanderthals actually are, were, they kind of arose from Europe and our, the cradle of like essentially humanity came from Africa. Yeah. And the extinction event that took place, our species sort of just got lucked out because we didn't get as, as hit as hard when that oh, thing yeah, yeah. happened. But that being said, uh, when this cold weather happened and this ice age took place, hunting was rather difficult, right? And yeah. this author is saying that there was these things they call them like wolf dogs because they weren't actually like modern or whatever at that time wolves and or our modern dogs. Yeah, and they're, not, and they're nothing like the wolves of today either. There was some sort of breed that was on its way to becoming like a dog. But I thought that dogs were all from wolves, and they just like they changed really fast, as like dog breeding. No, so this is like before like that. This is even before dogs. Um, we could go off on a whole tangent about how dogs were created. Yeah, but it, ta it takes multiple generations for like dogs to like become dogs. 
but I guess the point here was is that they weren't this species of wolf dog, as they call it, yeah. was was not. It was on its way to becoming more our modern dog, but not. We weren't. They weren't there yet. They didn't like selective breed or whatever. It was just like. It's just like they were helping us out. Like yeah. they probably respected them just like the Neanderthals or whatever. Like they're another race that like we're all kind of animals, but kind of helping each other out or enemies, you know? Right. And so, so there was some sort of wolf-dog-human alliance. Yeah. And they because apparently at this time there was a crazy ton of super super dangerous carnivores. Yeah. I want to get the I want to get the uh, the name of them. Of the of the carnivores, it's crazy. It's like saber-toothed tigers. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Like giant lions that were like the size that were larger than the lions we have today. Uh, the, uh, cave lions, real wolves, cave hyenas, saber-toothed cats, and cave bears. All of these things were ginormous. These were all super ginormous and. I know, super... and people were probably even smaller than they are today. Absolutely. Well, they didn't. That's the other thing. Is that when you don't have um, good food sources, you're generally just smaller. You're just a smaller thing because you don't yeah, have. Yeah, you don't the, like grow as much. Yeah, and and because we now started having our wolf friends to help us out, um, they would protect us because apparently when you were hunting at the, or at least the woman when she speculates here, is that um, they we would need help. A time machine, dude. I tell me about it. Um, but anyway, the, the the idea here is, is that they would protect the carcass while the humans would go and chop up the meat because apparently things would rapidly descend onto the carcass of the dead mammoth. Oh, yeah. So, like, and a, they were saying it would be super dangerous for, um, for humans to just hang out by this dead mammoth because all these crazy creatures would come after them. So they were saying the wolf dogs would kind of like circle, or this is the, the theory as it says, that, and kind of protect, as, and they would feed the wolves and whatever, and they would act together. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I, bet the, uh, I bet the Neanderthals had the, um, the prehistoric house cats, and they were no help at all. <laughs> they had prehistoric house cats, or like maybe they were befriending the weasels. And the weasels... <laughs> We're just being weaselly. There were no woodpeckers at the time yet, so they were not mechanized. <laughs> so I'm wondering here, like, you know, so as it's interesting to point out is that how people are like, oh, you, he, oh, that guy, he's such a freaking Neanderthal, or like, oh, that guy, oh, you know, I feel like it's interesting how Neanderthal became like kind of a, um, a. Because they failed. We're the winners. We wrote the history books. So it's funny you mentioned that, and some people were like, it wasn't because the wolves helped us win. It's because we were freaking psychopaths and just were cut, like, and they were dumb, and we came through and just tricked them and murdered them all. <laughs> Probably. I mean, that sounds very human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe we, we, we are to blame our evil nature. Our evil human nature is to blame for the extinction of the Neanderthal. But also our survival, which is no small thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but they were surviving too. Yeah, but we survived more because we're here right now. <laughs> I guess. I'm not denying our survivability. I'm just saying we yeah, are I mean, probably... Yeah, we them out maybe, and then like both of us would have been here. But we screwed them on purpose, is your point. Yeah, that's my point. 
But yeah, no, the dog thing, that, that, that is an interesting theory. It goes way back for like the whole, yeah, best friends thing or whatever. And it's kind of interesting to think that that was only uh, roughly about 50,000 years ago. Yeah, that's not even that long. I mean, it's long, but like not super long, you know? It's not that long. It's not long ago at all. I mean, people like to think in the in the like the if we were to look at the relative how long yeah, the no, Earth like you have the timeline like it's like super mega short, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. And oh, by the way, Neanderthal. It just I don't know if you knew this. It actually comes. It's from the where they found the first um, remains in Dusseldorf, Germany. It's called the Neander Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why they call them Neanderthals. And apparently it says the name actually comes from the Neander Valley or Tall near Dusseldorf in Germany. What's deliciously ironic is that the Neander also means new man. So it's the Valley of the New Man in which the origin fossils were found. Huh. But like they didn't know that when they named the place? No, it was the place that had already been named and then they found the, the they found the remains later. It's like it was meant to be. Except, I mean, yeah, right. Except for the Neanderthals, for Neanderthals. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, because that's the name that we made up for them. Is it wrong for me to feel bad and pity for the Neanderthal? It's not wrong. It's just, uh, you know, nice of you or whatever. I mean, same thing for any extinct species. Well, I don't feel bad for the dinosaurs. They got what they deserved. Or what about just, like, <laughs> something that's extinct more recently? Like, I don't know. Dodo birds? Huh? Dodo birds? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, well, dodo birds. You feel bad for them? I feel really bad for dodo birds. <laughs> I feel also, bad for... just that Neanderthals were, like, probably the second smartest thing, like, around. Ever. They were, like, super similar to us. Yeah, they are probably the second smartest creature to ever evolve. I love dolphins, though. Dolphins are holding back. They're pretty smart. Dolphins aren't holding back shit. <laughs> Trust me, dolphins are doing exactly what they were meant to do. Dolph? Swim and eat fish. That's it. That's what they're exactly what they were meant to do. When they start building underground, um, when they start building underground homes, like, yeah. and start forging materials and, and, and develop computers and the internet, then I'll give them credit. They totally already did that. It's just underwater. You don't know about it. It's definitely not underwater. The only thing that's underwater is probably remains of the ancient civilizations that got covered when the ice melts from the Ice Age. Yeah. Oh, did you hear also that, like, since the ice is melting on the poles, it's introducing way a lot of uh, prehistoric bacteria and, like, other uh, organisms back into, like, our ecosystem. And, like, there's, like, nothing has experienced these things for, like, millions of years. And, like, they could, like, they don't know what's going to come out of it because, like, these are totally foreign, like, living objects. Deep below the surface. I know. Lies a bacteria. Wasn't how that... (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) That's how that movie started, kind of, uh, the thing or whatever, right? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that was definitely an episode plot on um, Sequest DSV. R.I.P. Jonathan Brandis. Wait, not Sequest 2020? Sequest DSV. I don't know what Sequest 2020 is. Was that like, it's I don't know cartoon. what that... I don't know what that is. Oh, no, that was C-Lab. That was C-Lab. I'm Never thinking mind. of Sequest DSV starring Roy Schneider of Jobs fame. C-Lab. C-Lab yeah. was 
Um, but, so anyway, uh, also, ooh, what else we have to bring up that was huge news? Um, oh, now I'm away from the thing. The Leonard Nimoy passing away. Were yeah. we not going to mention that? Because that's... What? Huh? No, it's, it's, it's sad. I know, it is sad. Let's say he was he was an icon. I love his music video. His music videos are like way cool. The one about like uh oh Bilbo Baggins. I'm gonna say the one thing I did not I forgot or just maybe just didn't even realize was that he directed Three Men and a a little a little baby. What Three Men and a Baby? He directed that. Yeah. I didn't know that because that was not a very good movie. It was a what are you talking about? It was on it was it was a great movie. I didn't like it. It was three men. Oh, I need crickets. I wasn't the cricket button. <laughs> three men and a baby. <laughs> crickets. But yeah, uh, no, he passed away. And the other famous people news that you didn't want to mention. <laughs> which was? That Kim Kardashian totally bleached her hair to platinum blonde. I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I know. I just, this is our like famous people part that you know, this isn't like a famous people stuff, but it came up. Breaking news. Breakingnews.com, the stuff. I, I, got, Kim, I got the breaking news uh, notifications. So I'm looking at the um, the image of Kim Kardashian yeah. at, with the blonde hair, and Kim Kardashian is a space alien. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. So... No, they had a whole bunch of like pictures of like her compared. Oh, oh, the guy from Harry Potter, like the uh, the the kind of the bad kid. Draco Malfoy. Yeah, <laughs> they said he looked like because her hair is like back and stuff, and like she is long. ugly. Kim Kardashian is ugly. <laughs> she has had too much plastic surgery. It's crazy, dude. I don't even know like how much plastic surgery she's had. It's ridiculous. Like her face, she's becoming like the in. It's almost somebody in Philadelphia. The, the... I know she looks like a cat. Yeah, like Kim this... Kardashian looks like a cat now. Looks like a cat, and then it's like, no, you should get fur, and then you can wear a person sweater. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, you should get a tail. I know, but then the person sweater, that's because instead of a cat sweater. Yeah, uh, what's Danny DeVito's guy? He's like, I like it. I think you should do it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they were trying to convince that guy to, like, I guess kill himself. It's weird, the, the weird um, the weird cat people thing that's going on this season. <laughs> the human cheetah. And oh, the, yeah, the, the cheetah. What was the, what was the name of it? The human, I thought it was the human cheetah. Wasn't that no, what it was? A more witty name. Oh, cheetah Man. Think... <laughs> it was something like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of Kim. Frankly, I've already spent too much time talking about this. I know. We're Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Also, I guess it's old news, but I heard on the radio, Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, started dating Rihanna too. Out of Famous People News. Hashtag Famous People News. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do want to talk about one thing. We're already running late. We're not doing the. We're not going to do review roulette this yeah, week. Yeah, review roulette. We didn't. I didn't watch it. It's my fault. But um, is that the Ringling Brothers, uh, Ringling Burnham Bailey or whatever Ringling Brothers or whatever they call it? They are eliminating elephant performances. That's also animal news. It is animal news, and I actually find this to be interesting. So the reason why that they're stopping it. First off. 
people are, if you've seen this, these stories about the way they train these elephants with the meat hooks and the whatever and the, the tasers and stuff, oh, it's, yeah? it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. However, um, the reason why uh, this happened, and this is actually, I think, where things work at a small level to influence big change. Yeah. And, and the reason why like is not that... Not using plastic bags? Sort of, yeah. Kind of, maybe. But So there's all of these uh, towns and cities across the United States have passed these elephant, anti-circus, anti-elephant ordinances. Oh, really? In circuses? That's crazy. So that it made it difficult to, like, essentially organize tours and travel with circuses. Yeah. Because, like, each place had jurisdictions where you couldn't use certain things, you couldn't use this, handlers had to be this, this, that, and the other. And the, the, the rules become became so... Um, monument, monumentally like difficult that the Ringling Brothers Circus has said, it's done. We're getting rid of them. That's cool. They have, I was reading here, and I thought this was really interesting, is that it costs $65,000 a year to keep one elephant. It's pretty a lot. And I'm trying to find the, oh, and they said it would be cheaper to create some sort of sanctuary for the elephants. Oh, they have 43 elephants, too. So that's a lot of money for like ele and spent in elephant care. Yeah, totally. They said it would be cheaper to create some place near Orlando. They're gonna, it's gonna be like. I would go. We, that sounds cool. I often think like if the humans like, just let's say whatever had a virus and everything went kablooey. Yeah. Um, and all of these like weird elephant sanctuaries that exist in the United States. Um. How many others are there? There's a couple of them. There's one I think in like somewhere in the, there's one in like the south. I want to say like Tennessee or Oklahoma or something. More like elephant and sea. Oh my god. <laughs> it's pretty horrible. A fantasy. It's what I'm here for. Um so anyway, there's a possibility that if we all disappeared and then these elephants were left to their own devices. In like a thousand years, there'd be elephants everywhere, all over the continent. For sure, and it would be because of us. The yeah. Neanderthals would have just killed them all, I'm sure. Uh, maybe, but they didn't have their wolf dogs to help them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I guess so. Anyway, they're building this thing in or near Orlando. They're hoping that people who go to Disney will then now come and check out the the, the, the elephants. Um, so 43 of them, all going into this place. It's pretty cool. So no more elephants. They're phasing them out. It won't be. It's not immediate. I guess it's not going to be until like 2017. Oh yeah, it's still. I mean, two years. No, I 20. Mean, will probably be done by then. 2018. 2018. So, I like I said, I think it's interesting that little changes across the country actually affected. I personally think positive. Yeah, um, that's cool. I mean, better for the elephants. Better for the elephants, bad for people who go to circuses and want to see elephants standing on their hind legs. I know. Yeah, which is so, you. But back to uh, famous people, because yeah. this is my famous people kick right now that I'm talking about all this like celebrity gossip stuff or whatever. Did you, you saw that Harrison Ford injured in a plane crash, right? I know. I did, and I actually... That was, like, that was breaking news today. That just happened. I actually don't ever tweet. I don't tweet out jokes, but I used our account and I tweeted out a joke. 
Yeah. Um, which was if you're going to crash anywhere in the country and you have to crash land, probably the, and you and you need doctors, the best place to do it would be a golf course in the middle of the day in LA. <laughs> which is what Harrison Ford did. I can imagine his like super cinematic like crashing scenario like we're going down, guys. <laughs> get <laughs> whatever, off. Like Indiana Jones style. What if he said, but get off. But that was too bad that he got injured. What if he said, get off my plane? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, though, private plane is like the most dangerous thing you can do. Like, that's like how, like, way a lot of people die. And this one wasn't even like a Cessna. It was like some sort of, like, vintage World War One like, stunt plane. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, did you you didn't see the story? It's like no, actually, it's, I didn't it's see one the story. of those I like I only saw the headline. Yeah, okay. I was relying on you for the details. I was just throwing the info out there. <laughs> okay, All right. I think I think we should. Uh, cl- I ha- I have a I have a new segment. Oh my gosh, we've done this segment before, but what I'm calling it? it Fresh and Par Quiz Time. Oh, Quiz Time. That's right. Yeah. All right. So I didn't read gonna, it. I, we may alternate this. I haven't really figured out the details yet. Last week, or was it the week before, we did booms and busts, and I try to guess movies or whatever. So I saw this list on uh, Business Insiders. It's called The Most Important Cities in the World for the Super Rich. Oh, man, Super Rich. And uh, the report ranks the top 40 cities for ultra-high net worth individuals, meaning anyone with a net worth of $30 million or more. The ranking looks at business links, economic activity, quality of life, and the number of other super super rich people who live there. In short, these are cities where the wealthy congregate, work, invest, are educated, and spend their leisure time. Um, So So I'm going to guess them, right? So yeah, this list is 40, 40, and I want to see how many you could guess out of the 40 before getting how many X's? Three X's or five okay, X's? Okay, three X's is good. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Start it My off. My first guess is Zurich. Number 10. Cool. Wow, that's lower than I thought. How about London? Number one. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, dude, London is crazy. How about um, uh, Dubai? Number eight. Ooh, I'm still top 10. Uh, how about, um, I guess, New York? Number two. Wow, New York's number two? Did not think that. They, By the way, according to this, in other years, New York has been number one. But this year, London edged it out. Yeah, I thought. I I mean, just as, like, world cities go, I'm inclined to say Tokyo, but I don't know if, like, rich people move there. Number 11, Tokyo. 11, so now I'm out of top 10. Uh, and then also China. I mean, like, they have a lot of money, but I don't know if anyone moves there. So, like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out, like, I guess Shanghai just to see if it's there. Number five. Oh, what? And then, like, also India, I feel like there's a lot of rich people, but I don't, I don't know. How about, like, Bombay or something? Is it still called Bombay? I don't even know. I actually don't know any cities in India. Isn't it called Mumbai now? Sure. Is it that one? Mumbai. Is, Bombay is Mumbai, and that's number 26. Oh, that's down there, yeah. So far, I've got a lot. I got like six. Let's you're, see. Yeah, you're doing really well. Ooh, San Francisco. Uh, oh man, my computer's freezing. Oh, um, as long as your video doesn't freeze. Number nineteen. Okay, that's down there too. 
Ooh, I mean, just just shout out, I guess, to see. I don't really think it's on there, but what about Seattle? Um, I would be surprised if it's in the top forty. No Seattle. I got, I had, I had, I had X's to kill, you know. Just threw one out there. Um, let's you see. can, you can phone a friend. I can phone a friend. Well, you could reach out to Twitter. Some, um, we have listeners. Maybe they, they'd want to take a guess. If, if anyone's got any ideas, I mean, like I'm, I'm watching the the tweet feed, the feet tweed. But um, let's see. I'll I'll try a couple more. Let's see if I can get one. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more in like. Uh, these are like, by the way, every single one of these is a big city. So just so you know, like these are big world destinations. Yeah, I know, but like I can't think of. I mean, like, I don't think Paris is one. I'll say Paris. Paris is number seven. Well, really? I didn't think that many rich people moved to Paris. But then there's, like, other ones, like, in a, like, in a, um, Switzerland, but I don't know any cities in Switzerland. Come on, dude. The capital? I don't know the capital. There's a lake by it? Uh... No, I don't know. It's Switzerland. Switzerland city. Geneva, capital of Switzerland. Geneva. Oh, Geneva is the capital of Switzerland? I did not know that. <laughs> so what number is that? Geneva is number 13. 13? Oh, I still didn't get number 3. I have 1 and 2. Um, I bet it's nothing in Russia. I don't think anyone's moving there. Oh, what about uh, Italy? No, that's a country. Rome. I might be wrong, by the way, that... Um... It's the capital. I could be wrong on that. Is it is it in the country though? I don't even know. Which one? Rome? No. Yeah, Rome is in the country. No, I mean in is Geneva in Switzerland. I've been to Geneva. It's definitely in Switzerland. It's right by Lake Geneva. It borders France. It's very nice. Oh. Um I'm sorry, what what did you say? Huh? Rome, Rome, Rome. Oh, Rome. That has to I mean, dude, that has to be on there. Yeah, right? Let's see. Uh oh. What? Is Rome not showing up? Rome is not on here. No Rome? That's interesting. Crazy, interesting. crazy. Oh, I bet there's more Middle Eastern ones, but I don't know that many Middle Eastern countries. I mean cities. I'm looking. I'm doing a search. Just yeah, it's not on here. That's crazy. Rome didn't make the list. That's surprising to me. That is surprising. I can't. I don't know. I think I got a lot of them. What was number three? Oh, dude, come on. Think big Asian. Cities. Uh, I don't know, like uh, oh Seoul, duh. Um, no. What? That's ridiculous. Seoul has more rich people than Tokyo. No, it's. I'm thinking like, dude, you're thinking the wrong. Hong Kong, dude. Oh yeah, Hong Kong. Singapore. What about uh uh Taipei? Taipei is number fifteen. Well, really, I didn't think Taipei would be on there either. Apparently, Asia's making it. It says Asia's big this year, according to this list. It's like, of the top ten, you uh, it's one. Oh, let's see, Hong Kong, Singapore, Shanghai, Beijing, or so. There's like four out of the ten are are actually. Who's number three? Who's number three? Hong Kong. Oh no, Hong Kong's number three. Oh. Four is Singapore, five is Shanghai. So like three, four, and five. Number six. Oh wow, yeah, that's. Number that's six is an American city. I'll give you a hint. Another Florida. American city? Florida. That's not a city. I said I'll give you a hint. Oh, Miami? Yep. That's surprising, too. What number is that? Uh, that's six. I oh, wow. All right, number eight. 
is Wait, Dubai. Is Miami? I feel like Miami is like not even that big of a city. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Um, Toronto, you didn't get. Yeah, no, Miami as a city is actually smaller than Seattle. Um, square square miles. No, it's only four hundred and seventeen thousand people. Yeah, but I think it's bigger by area, and it has the beach. Regardless, I mean, it's it's a smaller city than Seattle. I I'm not talking about size. It's just it's definitely way way more snazzy and inter in like. I know no. I'm I'm like not saying that like I'm just like surprised that that's on there because yeah, Seattle is six hundred and fifty-two thousand. It's like yeah, like way more. But just so you know, again, this is not about populations. It's about where it's rich not, people. But I'm like just, you know, I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, you didn't get Toronto. You didn't get Sydney. You didn't get Taipei. Frankfurt, Moscow, Madrid, Vienna, Milan. What about uh, Vancouver or um, Toronto? I, I just went through that. Are you even listening to me? Well, I was looking at because like Vancouver, I just was surprised has a lower population than Seattle. Also, Vancouver's not know. on here. Huh? Vancouver's not on here. Huh. Um. Sorry, Los Angeles, Jakarta, Munich, Amsterdam, Mumbai, which you said, Dublin, Johannesburg. Oh, Dublin? Wow. Istanbul, Kuala Lumpur, Sao Paulo, Mexico City, Berlin. Oh, Washington, Mexico City? That was, I was going to guess that, but I didn't think it would be one. Washington, D.C., Boston, Cape Town, Auckland, Buenos Aires, Rio de Janeiro, and the last but not least, Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, well, I think I guessed a good... I only got one X. I got only got one X. I think I could do pretty good. Oh, so also we gotta do our uh, video giveaway. I think we're running out of time here. Yeah, I think this is it. This is this this is it. This is our big, big giveaway for the year. This is a chainsaw massacre right here. 40th anniversary edition right here. It's a Blu-ray DVD combo, nonetheless, which I was gonna tell. Uh, Graham, which was going to enter, but he's like, I don't have a Blu-ray player. Combo. Missed out. <laughs> Hashtag could have resold it on Craigslist. I know. Okay. Except for this is a special edition. I don't know yeah. if you'd want to. So I have them in my hand. I don't have a hat this this time, so I'm just... I'm just right. shoot, I'm we have shoot. two contestants. No, we have three contestants. Oh, three? Really? Yeah, we have Leonard, Dave, and Tom. Oh, Dave entered? Yeah. I didn't even have him on here. He did it like 10 minutes Oh, yeah. Three, wait, he didn't put... Hashtag video free video giveaway. I'm counting it. All right, all right. Even this though it's traditional Dave. All right, here we go. Who's it gonna be? Leonard. Leonard. Leonard is the winner. Congratulations, Leonard. And he said, uh, "I unabashedly love both Hudson Hawk and Last Action Hero." I got Leonard won two out of the three weeks. That's that's almost like he's cheating. Are you is are you guys in cahoots? Do both of those pieces of paper say Leonard? No, frankly, I wanted I wanted Dave to win or Tom to win, so I didn't have to mail it. <laughs> right. I know, since like they're both at our office. Yeah. But that's that. That's how the that's how the pieces of paper fall. Really, I'm I'm actually tweeting it out. This is like tweet time. I know, I know. This is great. I'm I'm proud of us for doing some something like this. <laughs> I'm proud of us too. 
But um, yeah, no, that's the hashtag video giveaway. We don't have any more videos, but we'll bring this segment back when we have some more stuff. I I was thinking maybe we could uh, give away the Space Elevator book. Yeah, no, that book looks cool. I kind of want that. I'm going to enter. I'm going to put my name in the hat, too. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I think that pretty much closes out our... Oh, we didn't even mention episode number 53. That's what we're on. Because last week, I... 52. Oh, well, we were not done yet. So uh, I just want to say uh, we have a friend's of friends on our podcast, uh, the, our network of affiliated podcasts. You can check them out. Uh, there's Longbox Heroes. You can find that at longboxheroes.com or on Twitter, Longbox Heroes, uh, hosted by Leonard and Todd. Uh, you could also uh, listen to Prodigal Sons Podcast. They are a bunch of dudes talking about stuff. Just uh, like they, us. Yeah. Dudes, but still. Yeah, and uh, they are at prodigalsonpodcast.com. There's Podvocacy, Podvocacy Podcast. Actually, I think it's just Podvocacy.com. And Dragstractions Podcast, also hosted by Brian and Leonard. It's like a mixture of Prodigal Sons and Longbox Heroes, taking the best and throwing it in together and talking about being dads. And that you can find at Dadstractions.com or BeLittleWeird.com. And also, uh, you should check out... Uh... Freshmanparlance.com for all of our YouTube episodes and also links to our um, podcast, which is a supplementary podcast. And uh, we're putting some more stuff on there like pretty soon. We're going to have like updates of what articles we're looking at and um, donate buttons in case you feel so inclined. So we're uh, starting to work on the website some more. So check it out, freshmanparlance.com. I will say I listened to Leonard's Longbox Heroes, I believe, last week's episode. And he did a uh, kind of a special shout out. He said we were very science heavy and that we had a fascinating discussion about, and now I can't recall exactly what we talked about. <laughs> it was that fascinating. We didn't even talk about it. I had some science topics up like this week and last week, but it just, we didn't get to them. So it, was, it was so animal heavy. So animal well, it heavy was, this week. I think it was like an animal week though. There was some sort of thing about animals this week. Yeah, it's, animals are around all the time. Whatever, animals. So, dude, so, so space, dude. What are you talking about? You have a pet animal. It's probably sitting on your lap right now. No, he's just over there. But yeah, no, he, he, made, he made some show-ups this time. Yeah. All right, so I think that about does it for this week's episode. Um, yeah. Do you have anything you want to add before we, we sign uh, this puppy off? I think I've, I've said all I'm going to say. Oh, Last Man on Earth. We watched it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, good show. I do like yeah. it. So we have no movie. We'll review uh, the Rutger Hauer. Um, uh, also, I watched a little bit Jack Black. Young, very young Jack Black is in that movie. Yeah. No, I'll have to. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. It's um, Cross Worlds. Cross Worlds with Rutger Hauer, like 1996. Um, I kind of like a, I kind of like the movie review every other week too, though. Personally. I like it too because it takes the pressure off having to watch that movie. Yeah, which is like probably the biggest commitment of doing the show. <laughs> Other than like the hour we actually do the show. I know. <laughs> so but, uh, uh, anyway, this is uh, Parlance saying, "Peace out, yo." And this is Fresher saying, "Later, taters."